0: Welcome to Conversations About Life. Well, thanks, Barbara, for having me over, and it's good to see you. And how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, thank you.
1: Well, good. It's good to see you and to uh, rehash mission trips that we went on together and stuff
0: and the family. Right. Well... Just as an introduction, um, I know Barbara from mission trips. That well, we've been on together. One of them, I've just been on one mission trip to Mexico, but um, my children have been on several, and you've gone with them, and and that's how I uh, know you. And um, and do you do you mind sharing how old you are? I'm seventy-two. Seventy-two. So you're going strong for a seventy-two-year-old, because I know you go. On a lot of mission trips, you just came back from Nevada, did you say?
1: No, uh, Cameron, Arizona. Arizona, okay. Yeah, and then I went to uh, Kentucky uh, with a load of clothes and uh, stuff to take to the Appalachian area with a couple other ladies, and I drove my uh, Yukon, which isn't here right now, but (laughs) I drove it down there. Okay. We we were all over 70.
0: (laughs) Okay. Was it a good trip? Yes, yes. Well, good. Well, just tell us a little bit more about you. Like, did you grow up in this area?
1: I actually, uh, I lived in several different places prior to my father's death, and then I lived in St. Louis for a while, and we moved to Cabrino and Festus on that street, and then we moved out on Boyce Lane until I was when I was in junior high, and then we moved to Flat River, my grandmother's house, who raised us. And uh, I graduated from Platte River High School.
0: Oh, so you moved around quite a bit when you were young. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what? How old were you when your father died? Eight years old. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so at that point, were you just raised by your your mother? Then after that,
1: my mother ended up in a state institution. So no. Okay. Uh, my
0: grandmother raised us. Okay, your grandmother raised you. Okay. And um, you had siblings.
1: There is five of us kids. Okay. I'm next to the oldest. Okay. My brother was killed in a tractor-trailer accident when he was only 37. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, but the rest of us are still here. <laughs> okay. Are you all pretty close? Uh, yes. Uh, two of them live in Arkansas, and one lives in uh, Kissimmee, Florida.
0: Okay. So, so um, what was growing up? Out in uh you said Flat River. Flat River. Yes. What was uh, well, what was your growing up experience like? You have a good, uh pleasant childhood in large part or
1: pretty much so. Uh we went to First Baptist Church there at Flat River. Okay. And uh went to Bates Creek camp and, and my grandmother had relatives in several different states, and so we would go on vacation to these different states. We went to California, we went to North carolina we you know mm-hmm. we got to see a lot of sights and stuff and okay and enjoyed that kind of stuff and it was pretty much a good you know right uh, I used to climb up in a tree and read my bible they It was at the time when they Took prayer out of school. Okay. And so I was like, well, they're not going to stop me from reading my Bible. So during study hall, I would take my Bible to school, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I'd read my Bible. Mm-hmm. And when I'd get home at times, I would climb a tree, and I would read my Bible or read another book, you know?
0: Uh-huh. So. You said a phone or an alarm or something? That's uh, uh, actually a phone. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. Um, so, um, so what happened, um, so I guess you had, you know, you were drawn to the Lord or to, and to the Bible at a pretty early age then. How did that, um, start for you? Well, after my father
1: died and my grandmother got us, she said because my parents had sent me to church every once in a while, mm-hmm. that she put it, she t- sent us to church. Okay. So we... We started, uh, we went to Third Baptist Church, I think, for a while, and Tire Grove Baptist Church when we were up in St. Louis. And then we went to First Baptist Festus Crystal City. Okay. And then we went to Selma Baptist and then ended up at Flat River Baptist.
0: Okay. And do you remember um, when, um, like, the Christian faith and knowing God became like a personal experience for you?
1: Well... I guess it would be back when I was going to first Baptist and then we went to camp and the mission at that time the missionaries would come for the week and they would talk about their missions and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was back then that I began to take an interest in when I grow up I'm gonna be a missionary. Instead okay. I got <laughs> got married and had six kids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my mission trips didn't start until uh Hurricane Andrew, uh, the first first time I went back to First Baptist, uh, when I was an adult, uh, I had all my kids, they were, they had a thing in the bulletin about people going, it was from the association, to help the Hurricane Andrew victims. And so that was in, I believe, 92. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I went, you know, started doing short-term mission trips then.
0: Okay. And were you married at that time? Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. I had all six of my kids then.
0: Okay. Well, tell me about your um, then your adult life. So you, you got married and had kids, but go into a little more detail about how that all happened. Well,
1: I met my husband when I was in high school, and uh, things weren't perfect because he was married at the time. His wife was in a, a state hospital. And uh, anyway, we ended up getting married later. And uh, then we started going to, uh, we went to Billy Graham Crusade. crusade mm-hmm. and that's when we turned our lives back over to God. Okay. And uh, we started going to, Wentz, well, we went to Calvary Heights Baptist Temple up on Page McCalvey for a while. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we went to, uh, we moved out by Winsville on O'Fallon on Highway Inn. And went to Wentzville Baptist Church for many many years. Brother Dave Martin was our pastor there.
0: Okay. All right. And um, and then he had several kids. And then um, five what? sons and one daughter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, that's I'm, that says a lot because I know it's kind of different raising sons than daughters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, we have four and four. Um. Well, what um. And then has, has your husband passed away? Then uh, he was killed up here
1: right at sixty-seven, and, and JJ his brakes went out on him, and he went out in front of a tractor trailer, and oh, wow. uh, May third, two thousand. We had just come back from Texas. Uh, it was our anniversary was April the twenty fourth, uh-huh. and on the way there, we went to sell at this giant flea market. Mm-hmm. On the way there we stopped at my sister's and spent the night and she had made us a steak dinner and things for her anniversary. Mm-hmm. And then we went to uh Camden, uh, Texas to sell at the giant flea market there and came back, uh, spent the night again in Arkansas at my sister's and when we got back he got a call to go into work that afternoon mm-hmm. to clean the swimming pool. He worked at Saint John's in the on in Cream Corps and he was worked for the nuns. And so in the combat. And he just got a mile up the road, hmm. and uh, his truck went out. He couldn't stop it. He went out from the tractor-trailer. Wow. So,
0: what what year was that?
1: May 3rd, 2000. 2000, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then um, what are your your kids up to nowadays?
1: Well, I, I my do- my Daughter lives here with her kids. Okay. Uh, and her husband is a truck driver. And, uh, they go to, uh, uh Harvest Christian Church in Deloge. And then, uh, my son, Jerry, he's a trucker, mm-hmm. trucker for Christ. Uh, okay. And he has three children plus two that they raised. Uh, they're going through some marital, marital. Issues at this time. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Donald is my oldest. He has two kids, two daughters. Uh, he's not in church, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, Robert plays in our church band whenever he's not off of work or not on vacation. <laughs> and so him, he's next in line. His Donald, Robert, Robert is got three kids, and uh, like I said, he sings. And in the church revelator band that we have at church, okay. Uh, then Tiana, like I, she's the one that goes to Harvest Christian, and uh, Jerry is the one that I said t- was a trucker, mm-hmm. and he he's wherever he goes, he's telling people about God. Okay. And on his Facebook, he's always talking about God and Jesus, and he tries to witness to everybody and pray for everybody and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh. Kevin is my son that lives down in Billings, Missouri, and he has a used appliance business. Okay. And his wife is the one that just went through breast cancer. Okay. So, and they have two, two sons, and the oldest just got married and just graduated from high school. Okay. And uh, he has a stepson. Uh, uh, I think he's two, three years old, cute little guy. And then Chris, uh, right now Chris is living right here. He's my youngest. Okay. And he works up at uh, YRC on the docks. The trucking. And Jerry drives for YRC. It's a okay. trucking
0: company. So, uh, so, like, you have a lot of uh, truck drivers in your family, <laughs> <it> seems
1: like. <laughs> you know, and at first it was when they said they were going to be driving. Donald is a tow truck driver. He has his own tow truck. Okay. And when they first talked about, Driving tractor trailer, mm-hmm. it bothered me because that's what hit my husband's truck. <laughs> yeah. You know, but as time has gone on and stuff, you know, right? It's okay. <laughs> yeah, just pray for them when they're out there and pray for everybody around them. <laughs> right.
0: So, um, so what is it about mission trips that um, you know? Why are you drawn to going on mission trips? Why do you do that?
1: to me uh i feel like god has always been there for me he's carrying me through you know the valleys mm-hmm. and uh it's just a small way to give back to god what he's done for me and, it, and to be to be able to try i love people mm-hmm. i love you know to be able to let them know that god loves them that there is hope in this world mm-hmm. and you know that he's the way and the only way you know uh and so just to be able to be a part of that mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many people in this world right now, even in our own county and stuff, that are hurting now. That have turned turned their back on God have turned to drugs, turned to alcohol and stuff. And it, you know, breaks your heart, and you can't help but think how God must feel because He created us,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yet the people daily are turning their back on Him, and He just loves them, and they just come to Him. They'd have the peace and the, you know, joy that we can have.
0: So um, you you said that God was there for you throughout volleys in your life. Like, um, what was that la- like? How how was God there for you? What do you mean by that? He would
1: give me peace when I was hurting, and he would help me, uh, like when I needed finances and stuff, he's come through for me that where I wouldn't have known where they would be coming from, even as we gone on our mission trips and stuff and had to raise money. Sometimes it seems like it's the couple of weeks before it's all due that God provides somebody that'll come up and say, here Robert this is for you, for you. your mission trip or whatever, you know. So he's always taken care of me. It. It's always seen that I had a, uh, you know, a roof over my head and uh, food to eat and kept my children healthy pretty much. And so, you know, I can't really say that I haven't been blessed in so many ways in that way.
0: What's your daily walk with God look like? I mean, are are there any things that you do um, that's a part of your, you know, your relationship with God?
1: Well, when I usually my first thing I do is when I get up in the morning I do read my Bible mm-hmm. and then I have a devotional book that I read and of course I'm praying even throughout the night when I get up. Uh, I'll be praying for different ones Uh, right now we've got a situation where one of the members of the family that's in law is very depressed and suicidal so we've been really praying for her you know Uh, so I mean uh, and then like usually once a week I go with another lady from the church and we go to Crystal Oaks and visit some of the members of the church and uh then we go visit another elderly member of the church, uh, church that's at the uh, apartment building in Festus. Okay. And then uh, I help with the food ministry once uh, once a month when they have the food giveaway that we have at our church. I go with there and help with that, you know. And mm-hmm. so I'll do that on a Thursday and Friday usually and stuff. So And I'm the WMU leader, and I help with the decoration of the fellowship hall downstairs Rand has is in charge of that. So
0: okay, and um, what kind of things in your life gives you the most joy or you know satisfaction in life? Anything in particular comes to mind that? Well, music night, (laughs) music night,
1: Uh, seeing other people that are you know at the church and stuff like that, and doing things with the family that that are good times. You know, like us going to Elephant Rock. There was oh, okay. yeah. uh, my son and his two of his boys and, and my sister and her two daughters and mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Just just getting out and I've started going up to the CIA Hall, uh, which is right next door and on Friday with a couple of friends, uh and we listened to their country music <laughs> and, and there's some of them that sing Christian music. Mm -hmm. And what's really neat at the end of their uh, night before they finish, they all join hands in a circle and the lady that's in the band will sing uh, Just a Closer Walk with Mm Dee. And we would lift our hands up as we would sing that part of it. You know, Mm -hmm. we would all join in and sing that. So it's kind of. Is that uh, the music night you were talking about? Uh, no, we have okay. music night once a, a week, uh, once a month at our church. Okay. And we have different singers. A lot of times it's just the Revelators, which is our band. Okay. Uh, but sometimes we have different people come and sing too, you know, so okay. I enjoy that.
0: Do you enjoy singing yourself?
1: I make a joyful noise okay. in the Lord.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I enjoy singing. People around me but probably prefer that I didn't. My kids <laughs> used to say, uh, you need to sing solo, mom. So low that we don't have to
0: hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um well, um, what are your thoughts about God as far as like um his character? Like have you um you know, just over the years and walking with him and you know, reading the Bible and just experiencing um, you know, him, his carefree and stuff like that, what um what are the things that come to mind as far as like how you would describe God or what God is like and, you know, or that type of thing?
1: First of all, I would think, I think of God as love. Okay. You know, the greatest love, the, uh, unconditional love. Mm -hmm. That no matter what, he still cares and he's there, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, that he's a forgiving God. Mm -hmm. He's a great physician, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, he's my my leader, you know. I I try to ask him, you know, what do you want me to do and where do you want me to go, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he provided the way. <laughs> okay. Um
0: well, you know, is there anything in particular that um you would like to talk about that I haven't thought about yet? I can't think of anything at this moment. <laughs> okay. Well, if you do, just let me know. Um, so I, I said that, um, you know, you know, I might ask you just to share like a favorite Bible verse or something like that and kind of explain, you know, why it's your favorite, what it means to you, and so forth. So you want to do that? Okay.
1: Uh, it's Psalms 121, and it says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon the right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going in and thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth even forevermore. And I think it's because it's always a reminder that no matter what we're going through in life, he's not hiding somewhere. He's not running away from us. And if we go through times where we feel like he's not there, it's not because he's moved. It's because we have moved. And so, I mean, it's just knowing that I can always count on him. No matter what I'm going through, that he's always there, you know, and that he's, that he is the one that to, to follow, you know, his ways are always the best ways.
0: Okay, cool. Okay. Well, thanks, Barbara. Well, I wish you a, a lot more of, um, mission trips and joy in the Lord and, uh, appreciate this time for this conversation. You're certainly welcome. I I was
1: really uh, surprised when you called and asked me because I just feel like I'm just I'm not really anybody important as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but, yeah, you know. Uh,
0: yeah, well we're we're not I mean, we're not that important, but I think we're um you know, like y- your love for the Lord um is something that is special and I mean in his love for you and his faithfulness to, you know none of us are important, but what god's doing in us is is pretty special so
1: yeah well' see another thing that he had done for me uh about three years ago i didn't have any vehicles. my truck had gone out on me i didn't have the money to get it fixed and then last was it last year yeah last year okay i uh or two years ago i somebody died in our family that I did not know. And there was an inheritance. I mean, they lived in California, and it was like a great aunt or something like that, great cousin, second or third cousin. And there was enough money left that I was able to buy that old pickup truck that's out there. Okay. And, and, and help with some other expenses and stuff that I had at the time. So that's one way that God came through as far as providing, you know, a, a long distance relative that I never met. Right. And then, uh, Last year, I went on a uh, a friend of mine that I had worked with at Ridgecrest, which was our Christian. No, I take that back. At Albuquerque, I worked at Ridgecrest also through the summer, which is our big Christian conference center. We no longer have Glorietta, but at that time we did. And she was a volunteer, and I was a summer staffer. And we've gone on trips together since then and stuff. She lived in Louisiana. She was like, younger than I am, and she got married this last summer and my sister Winnis and I, Winnis came up from Arkansas. We were her bridesmaid. I was the maid of honor, and she ended up giving me her 2003 Yukon. Oh. <laughs> so I drove it all the way back from Colorado. First we went to Wyoming, uh-huh. <laughs> and then we came back, and we visited her overnight, and then we went on. I took my to Arkansas, and so, I mean, not only did I have one one vehicle, but God blessed me with two vehicles. And right now, the Yukon is in the shop getting sensors and stuff put on it. So my kids said, well, why don't you get rid of one of them? I'm like, if something goes out on one, then I still have another one. <laughs> I don't have the money to go out. And buy. So God has provided in the reckless ways. The way I got that truck, my uh, son-in-law was... Uh, He was talking to his brother. He was doing a three-way conversation with his brother. And his brother has uh, cerebral palsy or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was telling him that he was going to have to sell his truck. I was at my son's house at a birthday party. And Matthew told his brother, don't sell that. I got a buyer for you. So they lived down in St. Jan. And we we he called me and he says i'm coming over to pick you up we're going to go look at this truck <laughs> so you know i mean it was just a god thing how it worked out because had he not mentioned that he had this truck i still would have been out of a vehicle you know so i mean things like that God's pull us through right. so i mean there's time when we had a house fire many many years ago and uh I was going to a Bible study in uh, Wittsville Baptist Church. We lived out on Old Fallon, and my house was burning down. And I, the Bible study, I think it was, Berna, uh, I, think, I can't remember her name. Anyway, on it, it was saying that God is the blessed controller of all things. So as I'm seeing my house burn down, <laughs> I'm walking around, and I'm saying God's the blessed controller of all things. I'm not sure why he's doing this, but... <laughs> So, the people that owned the, uh, or farm the land, they ended up uh buying two old trailers, and we connected them together, and we lived in them trailers for a long time. And so, I mean, you know, there was answers. We paid, you know, we paid them off. We ended up buying them from them. But mm-hmm. uh, we had two pigs that were feeder pigs, and the feeder pigs, we had like a partition area off by the house. And I let them pig feeder pigs out so they wouldn't burn up, you know. Hmm. And they went across the there was corn fields across the highway from us, and they took off. We couldn't find them. Couldn't find them. Every once in a while, we'd get a call. Like, hey, we have seen one of your pigs. And uh, had you eating the, corn, probably yeah. in there eating corn. They were eating the <laughs> corn that fields that were down. Had okay. the corn been up, mm-hmm. they could have sued us. Okay. But it was because the fields were already down, and so by the time we got them pigs back. I mean, they were piglets when we got them. Okay. the time we got them back, they were big enough to go to market, and oh, God wow. provided for us. <laughs> he fed them pigs off the <laughs> land <laughs> I mean that's, you know that's how he's prote- taken care of us through the years, always. yeah,' been there. It's know. a neat story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did that as a testimony one time at one of the uh, rehab centers, and Aaron was looking at me like,. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna say about these Peter pigs? I like, <laughs> but I was just showing how God, you know, provided, took care of these pigs and fed them off the land uh-huh. without uh-huh. us having to pay a cent for a pig bee, you know. Right. And then we got the money out of it, we, you know.
0: And you took them to market. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> it yeah. was like wow. <laughs> so
0: yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Barbara. You're welcome. If you use a podcast app like iTunes, please give a review of Conversations About Life.